God bless you. You may go back to your seat. You, Brother Brenda, come and whatever he feels in his heart and spirit tonight to speak and to preach and to talk and to scream and to whatever. Uh, hallelujah. Lord, going to bless him and appreciate him and the work uh, that's being taken place over there in Africa, not just there, but here. Amen. We're still trying to put some feelers out and uh, plant some seed and hopefully, amen, someday break down some walls and some petitions. Amen. We'd love to see, see the multicolor part. Amen. That God would work in that area. Amen. And, and help us that we can help them. Amen. Because they need the Holy Ghost. They need truth. And as much as anybody else. And uh, it's not just in that area, but for all of us. We're living in a day and a time, folks. We need revival. We need God. We need the help of the Lord. So I want him to come. The Lord bless him. Why don't you stand? Let's give the Lord a good hand and him a hand as he comes here tonight. Bless him, Lord. Let's praise the only one and true living God. Hallelujah. Oh, he's worthy of all of our praise. Lord, I'm nothing without you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, I honor you in this house here this evening, Jesus. Have your way, have your way, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. It's great to be here at home with my church family, um, with most of my immediate family. Thank you, Pastor, for this opportunity tonight. Um, we're really excited about what God's doing, and uh, we're trusting in Him. There's no other one that we could trust in. Wish there was some more people here tonight, but, but God knows and, and he sees exactly what the day and time we're living in. <clears throat> you know, I was thinking today, um, I'm going to talk about Africa, but, but boy, I've had, a, I've had a burden on my heart for this day that we're living in, Brother Moore. Seems like there's so much fear driving this country, so much fear driving these people, um, and, I, and I'm guilty, I, I am, you know, I think about things you hear and, and we don't know what to believe, but I know one thing we can believe and that's, that's this word, because it's a, it's a sure foundation that we can stand upon. But I got a couple verses I want to read and I'll let you be seated. Uh, Luke chapter 8, verse 5 uh, through 8, thank you for the word, hallelujah. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it sprung up, it withered away, because it lacked moisture. And as some fell among thorns, the thorns sprang up with it, and choked it. And other fell on the good ground, and sprang up. And bear fruit an hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Pastor, if you would pray over this tonight. Lord. Oh, 
Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> you know, Brother Moore didn't tell you I was going to be up here tonight because the rest of you probably wouldn't have come. <laughs> but no, it would have been fine if he had told me to do it Sunday night because uh, I don't think I got any sleep between now and then, Brother Moore. <laughs> For a minute there, I thought I was coming down with a sickness. <laughs> oh, in Jesus' name. Lord, these nerves sometimes can... Uh, can work on us pretty good. <laughs> but you know what? Some things just feel right, Brother Moore. And that's exactly what I want to be. I want to be in the will of God. <clears throat> you know, I, as, we, as I read these verses, the Lord was, this was a parable. Uh, and he used it previously in Matthew, uh, speaking unto the disciples. And you know, I said, Lord, whatever seed you sow, whether it be in my life, in my neighbor's life, um, someone that I come in contact with at the stores on a, on a first responder call, on a corner call. Lord, I want to I sow a seed from, from my bosom that will come up and, and it, will, it will come up and, and, and be sown on a, on a moist ground, that will, that, a good ground that it will come up and that fruits will, will be born from, from that uh, seed that we sow. And I'd like to say this before I, I go into talking about Africa. <clears throat> we had, I had two of the worst calls last week that I've had being working with the coroner's office. And you know, I, I feel like it just fell in place um, when Brother Moore asked me to come up here tonight. Two very similar situations, um, in which naturally I can't give names or different things, but there was two souls that left this world, two in different manners, but you know what, it was, it was a long time before someone found that person, and that's when I really began to thank God for a church family, for immediate family, that when I'm not here, somebody's checking on me, when when, when somebody don't hear from me, they're going to be checking on me. And, you know, we, we've got to bind together like never before in these last days. Because whether you see it or not, we're being divided out. More and more. Just like over in Afghanistan, I've, I've read a few things, I know you have too probably, where they're going and, and finding the Christians and, and Lord knows what they're doing and... and and I'm praying for them, um, no matter the religion they are, but they claim to be Christians. And, uh, and that's what, we're, we're Christians. Um, and, and thank God for the truth that we have. <clears throat> but you know, we've got, to, we've got to stick together more than ever before. And I, and I just feel to say this tonight, no matter who you are, no matter what's been said, what's been done to you, there's no other place that we can go to than this house, than, than, than to bind together with our brothers and sisters, to follow after the man of God, and, and let's trust in him. Let's, no, matter, no matter how long it might seem to take, uh, no matter you know, what we think it should be like, God's going to unfold it. And it might take a little time, but it, it's going to happen. And we just got to keep trusting in him. 
So I, 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 after I got to talking about, thinking about Africa, I thought about a story Brother McCain told, and I don't know exactly where it come from or, or who exactly told it, but I remember him telling it here. And it was about two tribes that, they, that these people went to in Africa. And I don't know exactly what part, or if, even if he said what part of Africa it was. But the first year they came, they gave this one tribe, well, they gave both tribes seed to plant and, uh, and, and for it to grow and harvest. And uh, told them exactly how to do it and what they should do. Well, they come back again the next year, and they come to the first tribe, and there's laughter, um, kids, children running around, um, everyone's happy, no one's, you know, over in the corner, sucking their thumb or depressed. They have joy, and there's, and there's, there's peace in, in the tribe. So they're thinking, man, we're, we're doing great. You know, this is exactly what we had in mind. Well, they go to the second tribe, and there's people that has died, and there's people that wasn't there before that they that they had seen the year before, and you know they start questioning what is going on. Why is there so many sick people? Why why is there no children running around? Why is the fields? Why are they not planted? And why why is there no uh, fruit harvested? But they ate the seed that they were given, that they were, to, that they were wow. to plant and harvest. And you know, that's exactly what God wants us to do. When, he, when we bury this word into our heart and we continue to seek after the will of God, He wants us to plant this seed into our heart. He wants, he wants this, this, this bush, this tree, um, he wants it to be rooted and, and, and grounded in, into this gospel that we could go out and, and, and shine our fruit throughout this land. But as many of you know, we went to uh, Zambia, Africa uh, for two weeks. And Brother Nathan, I know last time I was gone for three weeks, and I think you said it was about 80 minutes that uh, I spoke, so maybe it won't be but about 50 minutes tonight. So uh, I'm just going on. But uh, anyway, so we, we went to, uh, my wife was, was able to go with us this year. And, uh, and boy, that means a lot more when, you're, when your spouse is by your side, Brother Moore. Uh, which I, of course, naturally worried about my children and, and my family at home. But I knew God was in control. And... So when we, when we landed uh, in Andola, it was wintertime, and it felt great, Brother Moore. It was 70 degrees Fahrenheit, which I think there it was 18 degrees Celsius, um, but I was enjoying it. They was freezing to death, but, uh, and then it got down to 50 degrees at night, and uh, so naturally I was, uh, I was excited, but, <laughs> but, the, but they wasn't, of course. Uh, the Zambians, but uh, <clears throat> so anyway, um, so the and naturally I knew it. I knew it was going to happen because it happened to me. The first service we went to in Andola at Bishop Capasso's church, uh, I looked over at 
my wife and Sister Barry and Sister Haley, and of course, you know, they're weeping and crying. It's such a powerful move of the Holy Ghost that was, that was flowing in that house. And, uh, you know, it just, just proves to us, no matter where we go, the Bible says, when two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst. And we were thousands of miles away. The only way to get back home was by, by boat or by air. But God was still there. and God was moving. And, you know, naturally over there, it's uh, not good hospital systems. And, of course, the COVID is running rapid over there as well. Um, and there again, uh, people fearful, you know, not knowing, what, not knowing what's going on. <clears throat> but God still showed up. Even behind, even behind a mask, even behind a bottle of Germex, um, even behind people not wanting really to shake your hand, but excited to see you, not knowing what exactly to do. Um, but we was trusting in a God that he was going to keep his hand upon us. <clears throat> and so today, I said, you know what, I'm going to look up and see about how many people are in Zambia. And according to the 2019 uh, census, there was eight, there's 18 million people in Zambia, about 18 million people in Zambia. And I began to think about the Bible colleges that are there in just Zambia alone. And there's about 10 to 20 in each. And I know just the four years that I've been involved uh, with going over there and, and the work there, um, they try to do about, about that many each, Bible school tries to do about that many each year. And over half of them go and start a church, Brother Moore. And, and they have the doctrine buried in their heart. And which I tried to calculate, but, you know, naturally that's my wife's department is being a math major. Uh, I should have asked her to help me calculate it. But just in a few years, at the number of people that can be indoctrinated with this gospel and this truth, it just, it just blows my mind. And just, just starting out, um, the, the small churches in the U.S. giving money and sending money to help souls to spread the gospel, because that's what it's all about, is, is spreading this marvelous truth. <clears throat> And, and then again, I saw where 95% of Zambia is Christians. Now, the Muslims, they're, uh, they're moving in. I have saw it there in Andola and Kitwe, um, where they're starting to come in because they're backed by money and different things. And, and so easily, people are persuaded um, to go to these other doctrines uh, because of money and, and because of something that, that they don't have um, but that's, you know, that's what Bishop Ocho and Bishop Capasso um, kept referring to. They said, when you get this truth buried in your heart, no man can buy it from you. And, and that's, exactly, that's exactly what we want to hear. That's exactly what we want to happen. <clears throat> and because of Zambia, 
they're ranked one of the highest uh, countries in poverty uh, in Africa. Um, and the average salary a day is, compared to U.S. dollars, is $1.90. $1.90 a day. Now, granted, um, you know, you could buy a meal. Me and my wife, it would cost roughly eight U.S. dollars, seven U.S. dollars for a, for a decent meal. But $1.90 a day, and they're happy. They're happy with that. As long as they got food in their belly, they're happy. And, and most, most do. It's, it's just for that day. They don't know what they're going to have tomorrow. But um, as, we, as we went throughout uh, Zambia, um, we couldn't, couldn't travel as much as we would like because of uh, the restrictions of, of COVID. But we went to several churches that our church has put roofs on. That's, that's bought bricks to brick the churches. We got to see them. Um, and I have some pictures if some of you would like to see them. Uh, at, at your dollars that's being uh, sent overseas, uh, that's, that's blessing them with a sanctuary and, uh, and different things and a roof over their, over their church. <clears throat> but the, the, one, the one church that, that really blessed me, and I wish Brother Ford, I hope he listens to this, because I remember him uh, giving $100 to baptize uh, a Trinitarian church um, there in uh, Lusaka, the uh, capital of Zambia. And, um, well, the, the pastor, the Trinitarian pastor, he heard about the Bible college and, and what was going on. And uh, he knew a few people, from my understanding, and got connected with Bishop uh, Capasso. And he reached out to him and, and was interested in the Bible college. Well, they sat down with him uh, there again, from my understanding, and, and, and explained the one God doctrine to him, and, and he was very interested. And he said, he said, I want to know more. So he went through the Bible college, and it took him, took him about, I think it was a year and a half, uh, maybe even two years to go through it. But he went back to his church, and preach the gospel to his church. Now, it wasn't a very big church, but if it's for one soul, it's worth it all. And so Bishop, Bishop Capasso went down, or went over about a six-hour uh, road trip from Andola to Lusaka and, and baptized these and, uh, and these, the pastor and the saints in a swimming pool uh, at a hotel. And I think it cost... I think it was two or three U.S. dollars per person to be baptized. And, um, and one of the brethren that really, really blessed me was, I want to say he was around 87, 89 years old. And the, while we were there, he, was sit, he couldn't get up. He sat in the chair the whole time. But Bishop Capasso said they got him up. Three or four brethren got up and sat him down in that swimming pool and baptized him in Jesus' name. I tell you what, that really blessed my soul to see that, that elderly man that possibly was raised up in a Trinitarian church, but he was baptized in the precious name of Jesus. And who knows how many days he has left, you know. Uh, but, but there again, it's, it's, it's worth it all. And when we went to that church, uh, they told us on the way, 
explain to us which church it was. And Brother Moore, I could smell the freshness of the fire in that, in that sanctuary. And, and though they all didn't look just right, but they were being taught the doctrine that started from, a, from an elderly man in the U.S., Brother Kelly, that had a hunger and a love for these people. And, and who knows, it, all the people tied to this, this work and, uh, and to this gospel. Um, and I'm just so excited at, at what God's doing. And we went to another church and uh, back in, uh, I think it was around Kitway, where we was going to baptize four young ladies. And they were, they were, they were young, and, and, and they, were, they had, you know, um, they were hungry for, what, for more. Um, but Pastor Mumba um, was, he come out in his baptismal attire and went down. We finally found, it was, which is not a rainy season there. Rainy season is in the, the first part of the year. So we, we drove a, a pretty good ways to find uh, a brook. They called it a stream. And it was, it was probably, I don't know, four, four or five foot about where, uh, where we found the spot. And he got down and prayed over the water. And, uh, and there were some ladies there washing, and washing their clothes and, and collecting water to carry back home and different things. And... Uh, there was a young boy over to the side that was that was watching it all go on, and we were, we were singing and worshiping, and just the power of God was moving, and and several of them just stopped and and was watching at what what was taking place. And this young boy, I think he was about nine or ten years old. He come over, and we were we were fixing to leave, and he went to to speaking in Bamba, which of course I don't know. So, uh, but I was wanting to know what he was saying, and um, so Bishop uh, Capasso, with his very humble spirit, began to speak to him, and uh, and and briefly touched on the high points of of one God, um, water baptism in Jesus' name, and um, and that young man wanted to get baptized. So after everybody had started changing their clothes and. Uh, getting ready to go back to the to the church where we were going to be that evening. Um, Bishop Capasso called everyone back, and we baptized that young man in Jesus' name. And I think he was nine or ten years old, but uh, he got all the information to the church closest there, and uh, and went. I think he's there going to uh, Pastor Mumba's church uh, or Pastor Peter's church. Um, they're close. Um, and because of the uh, because of the different villages, and they have to walk and all, they have they don't really travel too far, and they try to have church before before dark and get out before dark naturally, so they can uh, can can go back <clears throat> to their homes. But don't ever don't ever feel that, and I'm not here begging for you to, to give, but. I just want those of you to know that, that are giving, there's great things happening in just the four years that I've, I've been, well, three, I've went three times now, 
Uh, couldn't go last year because of the virus and all last year. But God's doing great things. And you keep, you keep them in your heart. And, you know, every time we go to leave, they hate to see us leave. But I've never heard them say they want to come. Everything, everything you see in here, it's like they hate, they hate living over there and they hate. They don't. They're satisfied with what they have. And it ain't much. But they don't know any better. And they're happy. And you know what? We're going to put something in them that's going to spread that gospel through that country. I mean, yeah, money helps. But I cannot explain to you the excitement and the joy that those little churches have and, and, and the growth that's taking place in, in that country. Uh, Sister Moore, if it's all right, I want to sing Willing Vessel tonight. Um, <clears throat> you know, don't, don't ever underestimate God. Um, you know, it seems like there again, the times we're in, um, it might seem troublesome times, but you just keep holding on. You keep standing upon this firm foundation. Because I promise you, this is the only thing going up. And, and I, I want us all to be a part of that. Um, and we're just going to keep trusting in him, falling in love with this gospel. <clears throat> How many of you want to be a willing vessel? I want to be exactly what God would have me to be. Because you know what? I am nothing without him. Even though I was raised in this truth and raised in this, in, in this very church, I'm not exempt. I've got to keep bearing the word into my heart. I've got to keep dying out daily to this old man because this old flesh is going to rear its head up from time to time. But I've got to keep it under subjection to the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> Y'all help us sing this evening. Hallelujah. Body. 
heart. God, I'm emptying this cup, Lord. Lord, so you can fill me up, Lord. Lord, I want to be that willing vessel. Oh, that you'd have me to be. with us tonight so you can you lord i want to be i want to be that instrument you choose oh whatever it may be lord i want to be i'm available to you 